We're at the end of the island with Junior Rowing News. Ready for rhythm. In two, in one, rhythm now! Hello everyone and welcome back to the End of the Island podcast live during the tea break of, what is it, Friday now? Friday, day four. God, we're losing track now. Um, day four, we are live with three fantastic head coaches. Before we get to tonight's conversation, a reminder, we're once again sponsored by Wintech Racing. Wintech Racing's mission is to make it easier and more affordable to buy quality boats that improve performance at all levels. The high-performance racing boats will have been used successfully to win gold medals and break course records at both domestic and international regattas over the past few years, including here at Henley Royal Regatta, used most famously by the Windsor Boys School. To learn more, visit their website at wintechracing.com or follow them across social media. We've got Franz Imfeld from Molesy Boat Club, Dom Czech all the way from Sydney, Rowing Club and Ross Hunter of Leander Club. Phoebe, thank you very much for joining us in the tea break. We appreciate you. Some of you are raced today, some of you have still got races to come later on, so we'll not take up too much of your time. And I suppose, Ross, coming to you, first of all, uh, Leander always have big entry uh, across Henley Royal Regatta. What have been some of the standout performances so far for you guys? Um, yeah, we, we do have a lot, um, and it's all it's always confusing when people look at them because we do composites and then non-composites. The composites will generally be the uh, international boats, so the under-23 composites or the senior composites, and the straight Leander boats, more often than not, will be the, the ones based at the club. Um, it's been a slow start to the regatta. The extra day actually has made it more um, fragmented in who's racing when. So normally by Friday we've had a lot of races and actually in some of the events we've only just started today. Um, that's been a bit weird. Um, but uh, two races today that stick in my mind. We had a, a women's pairs race earlier that we went into um, pretty convinced it was 50-50 but more probably backing the other crew over ourselves uh, and they had a great race and the two athletes uh, pulled out an amazing second half and, and went on to win that so that was really great and then we had a force race that we went all the way down to the start with uh, on the start line we got told there was a break so you automatically get scared that it's your crew uh, end up being the Australians they'd hit um, one of the, uh, the pairs that were warming up in the warm-up area um, written off their rigour had to row down the course um, delay the race and then we went back out about an hour and a half later to do the race um, fantastic fantastic race um, just went our way at the end but um, could have gone either way and um, that was really exciting I uh, really enjoyed that actually I've not been in a launch and been uh, excited about the race and not sure of the outcome all the way down the course um, like that I think probably for a few years now so that was really good and your club athletes in the Wargrove and the Thames particularly strong now Leander haven't always had history in those events but when they have raced and have posted they've been very competitive how are you feeling about their prospects? Uh, yeah, look, they're, they're really, really nice uh, nice athletes to work with. I always think that at the end of the year, we're always like, who wants to work with what? And everyone's always wants to work with the, the sort of younger development athletes. They're, they're, they're not as serious as some of the seniors. They're not looking at international selection. They're just, they're starting off at Leander. They will always be our bottom end of the group. So we'll always load from the top down. So our, our top crews will do the open events and what's left over at the end of all the selection will be left over and they'll be eligible to do the club event. Um, so they're not, they're not our sort of favourites out there to win it, but every now and then they pull it off and it, it's amazing. And sometimes they make a final or a semi-final and that can be exciting. So I'm actually really interested to see how they get on. Um, the Wargrave boated about 10 minutes ago. I uh, saw them paddle by. I think that's uh, that's going to be an exciting prospect for the next couple of... Hopefully they get through today and then tomorrow. Um, I think they might be racing Sydney tomorrow um, if they get through. So uh, that'll be good. And the, the men's Thames Cup event, the Thames Cup this year seems really strong. Um, and I've... Yeah, they're racing New Zealand uh, later today and I don't know how that one's going to go. So um, I think it's exciting to see those crews because there's no form um, for a lot of the crews in those events. So that, that, that is good. 
and, and Dom, you're part of a huge contingent that have come over from um, Australia this year. We had the boys from Gibson Grammar School on the episode on Monday. We're gutted to see them go out, but Sydney, I think, as, as uh, Ross has alluded to already, really strong performances so far in the Wargrave and the Thames. Uh, and of course, I think if all things work out, you've got to match up against um, Franz hopefully later later on tomorrow. So um, I suppose, how's, how have the athletes found it competing uh, so far this year? Uh, it's always good to come to Henley. It's something that our club does routinely and obviously it's been a few years with COVID we haven't managed to come over. So this year we bought a, our biggest group ever. Had to do a lot of fundraising and obviously a lot of challenges that we had to overcome to, to get everyone here. And um, you know, it, it is all about getting the experience we've got a lot of young rowers who've never been here never raced so it's it's great to get to a Saturday and to be racing the good British clubs you know Molsey and and um, obviously you know Leander and you know just good company uh, Thames Rowing Club and that's that's what we wanted you know for them to learn something and to be able to take back into the following season it's 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 cold and pretty wet in Sydney at the moment and it's dark in the morning so it's a good campaign of sort of three months beyond our national championships to actually um, motivate the kids to train hard and it, it just bridges the winter for us that little bit so it's well worth it, we love it. How do you get the guys to peak twice? Oh look, um, yeah, well, you don't really, in a sense, that we don't race our crews. You know, we don't get the opportunity to race our crews until we get here. You know, most of them, uh, you know, would race age group races in Australia at the nationals and that. So it's it's difficult in that sense that we've got to come here and it's 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 expensive and it's it's reasonably you know it's two weeks and so we don't quite get to Marlow or anything like that to test our speed. So a bit of a challenge, and I guess that's one way um, of putting it at it. They just have to try and get get the best out of themselves, uh, and you know, and put in a lot of training to just feel confident enough to come out and race their first race potentially together of the year at Henley Royal Regatta. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know how you managed to win so many events if you're only racing these crews once. It's quite <laughs> remarkable. Well, I think, look, to be honest, um, you know, one or some. I mean, there haven't been a lot. We'd love to get more, and hopefully, will in the future. But um, some of those crews had actually been together for quite a while. I think of the one crew, 2015, uh, they, they had actually um, done Head of the Charles the year before, for example, and had rode the whole summer. So sure. that just made a difference. They went to Holland Becker, they won there beforehand and, and won the Brit, you know, just clubby event. And, and um, you know, the last one you know, was France was actually involved with, which was group of 21s and predominantly uh, you know, a group that had actually trained and raced a fair bit through the season. Yep. And and Franz has, has quite a nice link over to, to, to Molsey this season. We've had a very good season so far, really good uh, results at um, Head of the River, etc. And uh, cracking result in the, the Thames Cup today to set up uh, a pretty nice semi-final tomorrow, hopefully, against the Sydney Rowing Club as well. Yeah, no, it's it's been a it's been an interesting year. Like last year was kind of my first year coming back. I mean, obviously we had to deal with COVID at the same time as moving back to um, the UK. So this is, this has been uh, our first my first full year actually doing the full season. So it's quite exciting 
doing a, a normal season as such. Um, there's, been, there's been good doing the full run through, doing the head of the river, doing Met, Marlow, Wallingford, that, the full lead up into Henley, kind of almost the opposite of what Don's saying, actually having the, the full uh, preparation has been quite exciting, whereas last year was also staggered and sporadic. So yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty excited about it. And, and I suppose doing that full season for the first time, what's been the biggest challenges you've found this year? The, the things hardest that you've had to adapt to in, in a normal year's worth of rowing? Yeah, right. The, the winter was difficult. The winter was really difficult. Some, some of the athletes I'm working with haven't done a full winter's worth of training for two or three years, and certainly not a, at a sort of a senior level. They've been the last time they did a senior program, uh, well, sorry, a full program through the winter. They were 15, 16 at school. So a lot of the, the athletes I'm working with are 17, 18, 19 coming out of school, and actually trying to keep them going through the cold, dark winter months. We were on the erg, spending a lot of time indoors. It was really challenging, and, and kind of just keeping the uh, keeping that carrot out there that Henley is is coming. Henley is coming. It is going to be a normal year eventually. Was it was kind of the only thing that kept a lot of the athletes going. And was it all worth it? Ah, oh, so far, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun uh, fun tomorrow. Rossi's got the uh, Wargrave against Sydney, and I've got the Thames against Sydney. It's kind of it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting morning. But we didn't choose our guest that wisely. <laughs> we need well, to get for yeah, our next yeah, race yeah. first. Yeah, so yeah. I, I love the confidence that you have That's in the programme at the end, but I think I'll just uh, I'll wait for a bit before I, uh, yeah, I start thinking about the next one. Um, I mean, I'm conscious all your time is precious. You've all got crews racing in the next sort of two hours. So one for me, for all of you to, to round off for me, Henny's obviously got a bumper entry this year. Uh, I think the largest domestic and overseas entry ever. Taking the blinkers off, I know you guys will be very focused on the, the Thames, the Wargrave, the Wi-Fi's, whatever crews you have in those events. What else has caught your eye? What else has made you stand up and think, I really can't wait to watch that race? So for me, it's Cal and the ladies. I don't know, Ross, if you want to come to you first. Uh, yeah, no, I, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm working with the women's squad at Leander and I find all the new uh, events for women, I find that they're all exciting. Um, last year, you know, Franz has sort of mentioned it, the regatta was a bit under... Um, under catered for in terms of the foreign entries and that, that just meant the standard you know we're good in this country we are good we're one of the most successful countries at schoolboy schoolgirl level but to see the other crews come over you know especially in the island and um, and in, in some of the younger events like the, the eights and the quads I just think that's exciting I think everyone wants to see the quality from abroad race our best athletes that's what we get excited about you know we we have our nat schools and we have our domestic we know where we are on domestic terms against each other but it's that extra level of like Right, let's see what the internationals are bringing over, and they bring quality, so it's it's really exciting, and it steps us up a level for it. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there, spot on. I mean, last year's draw and everything. When we look we look back on it, so we could get that to Milo, we could get it in that school, we could get it in anything. It was it was almost sort of a domestic finale to the end of the year, and having guys like Sydney Rowing Club and the big guns of the international world coming over, it's brilliant because we can actually look down. We did it on Tuesday, and the races you were getting and stuff you'd be expecting, Friday, Saturday level. Um, so I suppose, Dom, similar question to you. Away from the Sydney races, what else have you been looking at and thinking, oh, that was, that was a pretty, pretty cracking race? Well, I think as a, you know, we're sort of a high-performance pathway club in Australia, so it's important to just keep an eye on what the general base standard is like across the globe. You know, and here we get a good idea of what's happening, obviously, in Great Britain and. Um, in the US and you know to have a look careful look at the schoolboy crews and then those junior crews and then you know the club level as well you know we are an open club and we shouldn't kid ourselves when we are winning a lot of events in Australia that um, you know there's there's not something greater to aspire to so it's 
it's good to just have a look around actually across the board and, and like was said there the, the new women's events in particular you know we uh, we're keen to grow our, our development section of women it's it's been growing through the last couple of years and and it's great to see these events now so it's just really good to see what goes down on the weekend and, and Franz, finally, is there a particular event, a uh, particular category that you look forward to and then you invite on and make time to actually follow this one all the way through the event? Yeah, well, we've been very lucky in our bay. We've, uh, we've got a, quite a few good quality crews. We've got the two Washington women's eights and uh, Winter Park, the junior junior mm-hmm. women's eight. I'm very excited to see see them race. That that uh, Winter Park crew is, is pretty pretty exciting, very, very strong. Well, they, uh, they had to qualify. And I then know. were selected yeah. out and of qualifiers. And then were selected out of qualifiers. Which is a rare, it's like the stewards holding their hands up going, we actually made a mistake, guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, to see that. And it's just been, it's been great sharing a bay with them and watching all three of those crews go through their whole process in the regatta. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Wicked. Well, the three of you, thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon, early evening. I uh, appreciate you all going to go off and, uh, and hopefully win some races this afternoon. Um, that'll bring an end to tonight's episode. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow wrapping up semi finals and previewing the finals day on Sunday. Uh, but my huge thanks to, to Ross, Franz, and Dom, and we'll see you all next time at the end of the island.